The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Good Monday morning and welcome in, folks, to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Coming to you live from the Lee Company studio here on West 7th in Columbia, Tennessee. Home of WKOM 1017 FM. Kennedy Broadcasting. Front Porch Radio. The best porch in all of Columbia right here. No questions asked. Bet. Hope you guys are having a fantastic morning and had a fantastic weekend. Gentlemen, did you guys have a fantastic weekend? I'd not go so far as to say fantastic, but it was nice. Well, what what could have been better, Mo? What could have been better? Um. See, you know, when you put it that way, <laughs> when you put it that way, yeah, it was fantastic. How's that? Yeah, we took two out of yeah. three from the Dodgers, man. Yeah. What? Wow. What more could you ask for? I, I well, three out of three. No, <laughs> yeah, well, you could ask for more than that. No, but... I, I, that was pretty. We'll take it. That was yeah. pretty amazing after Friday's debacle, actually, and we'll talk more about that later in the show. But yeah, uh, I never would have expected. You know, even going into that series, the way we were playing, I wouldn't have expected to take two of three. Right? So, yeah, it's I had an okay weekend. I didn't. I had the had the wedding on Saturday, which was, let's just say, listen, sounds like it wasn't terribly comfortable. It wasn't for anybody. Um, If you are thinking about having a wedding, think long and hard about putting your friends and family through the entire day of being in an open air barn in June. Open air barn says to me unair conditioned. It's exactly what it is. Uh-huh. Wow. They had one of those big cooling fans. I think they would have been better with one of those Home Depot buckets with ice in it. I'm just saying. You sound like you had to work that day. So I didn't. So that's the thing is I was scheduled to be there until 9. We left at 6.30 because everyone else was like, I can't take this. Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just bad. Yeah. Um. So it had nothing to do with 
it wasn't because we weren't having fun. Like, I mean, yeah. we, we had a little. Well, they bit weren't fun. having fun. No. They were, you know, they were having, or not enough. Yeah, I mean, they were just like, hey, let's just get this thing over with and move on. Hey, I'm, okay, I'm fine with it. I got home at like seven, seven o'clock, seven fifteen. I was happy. So yeah. I had one of those real rough weekends. I was up close and personal with my recliner and my remote and several baseball games and softball games. So I'm telling you, we, I watched a bunch of softball. I could, I, I couldn't finish Montana Fouts' perfect game though. I was, you know what, by the man, the I, I dozed off. I think at some point in the six and woke up right as they were doing the post game interviews. No, I, yeah. I, bottom of the fourth, I'm just on the couch going, yeah, nodding off. I couldn't do it, so I just thought, no, let's just uh, – we'll see what happened in the morning. And I, I hate that I didn't yeah. finish it because it was such a great performance. It's pretty amazing. So, true story, Sharon Sharon Perkins, who we had on a couple of weeks ago, who was since named um, the new softball coach at Georgia Southern, she was an assistant coach at Southern Miss – when Courtney Blades threw her um, perfect game at the um, Women's College World Series, mm. that's awesome. Yeah. So and and her do- Courtney Blades Smith's daughter now pitches for Georgia. Wow. Which was eliminated Saturday. They were actually the first team to go out. So followed by Lou Harris Champers announcing her retirement. As head coach at Georgia. So. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it's a big weekend. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, what, there were some exciting games. I, I'm, being an old Okie, I'm kind of, was, I was watching my two Oklahoma teams kind of track their way through. Had to give up on Oklahoma State. I'm sorry, when you start a game at 1130 at night, uh, <laughs> I, did, I, I had to give up on that one. I did but, not uh, see a pitch of that one. Yeah, it, that was, it was crazy. That I plus, did watch Oklahoma, though. Yeah, I, w- and, I watched the no, Oklahoma UCLA game. Yeah, the, all of it. Yeah. But I, I was not going to stick yeah. around for the next one. Not happening. The man, some some of the plays from that catcher, that that diving catch on that foul ball was was unbelievable. Uh, Finding it, let alone getting to it and catching it. <laughs> you you will not show me a better play in either softball or baseball at any level. Than the one that um, Odyssey Alexander made on that squeeze bunt on Friday, but, particularly under the circumstances. Absolutely, I mean it. it that literally won them the game. I, it just—you're exactly right. There's no better way to put it. You cannot show me a better play at any level of baseball or softball than what she did. Than that, no. that it was incredible because the athleticism to make it. And the IQ, IQ. to that's, know it. That's what, what is so big, is understanding. That, that was that was do or die right there. She didn't have time to shovel it to the catcher, who would have then had to catch it and get a tag down with a runner coming. Didn't have time. That was the only way they were going to make that play, because it was a perfect bunt. It was a good bunt, and... A better play by the pitcher. Absolutely. So, well done, Odyssey Alexander. I, I hate that they didn't win yesterday, but also, and whatever you whatever you guys want to say, there's a good reason for this, but I'm an Alabama softball fan. <laughs> the reason I'm an Alabama softball fan is because I have a personal connection to the Alabama softball team. But I kind of 
if you are an Alabama softball fan, you you would love to see JMU, but you also want to beat Oklahoma. You, yeah, yeah, especially <laughs> in OKC. I think. You, I think if you can beat Oklahoma in the Women's College World Series, then you've you've earned a national championship. So I can see that, but I, you know, it's tough not to root for JMU at this point either. Absolutely, that's no. There's no doubt that I would love to see JMU. Here's the thing. The teams, the, the weird thing is that JMU probably is the benefactor of not having to play two games yesterday. Mm. But ironically, Florida State is probably the benefactor of not having to have, to have played two games yesterday. Because if they had had to face Montana Fouts yesterday at, at 9.30 at night, no. You're or later. Going, you're no, going, it, it would have been later than that. Yeah, yeah. No, you're going home. But now they get a chance to step back, get relax. their minds right, you know, get get a little rest. And Odyssey Alexander could potentially pitch again today with not having not having been three hours removed from her game. She's going to be twenty four hours removed, and, from and her not game. having yeah. sat through that Alabama Florida right. State yeah. game either, because right. they were sitting there and sitting there. And sitting there. After the delay and everything yeah, else, yeah. They, they certainly are the benefactor. Yeah. So It's going to be interesting to see how these come out today. It, it certainly will be. And, I, I mean, I'm intrigued because they're only playing these two games, so I guess they're pushing the whole tournament back, back. today. Yeah. I think Which, so. I, understandably so. Well, and, and, to... and I think part of this is the fallout from playing the – Whoa. I don't know what – All right, what did you do, numbers. Chris? Hmm. Ambulance. <laughs> oh, ambulance. Okay. I think part of this is fallout from that late game on Friday night because that game didn't start till ten till twelve, Oklahoma City time, and there was a lot of uproar. A lot of people were mad. In yeah. you know, rightfully, rightfully so. so. Yeah. So I, I, I'm not. The NCAA always has to screw up once <laughs> to get it right to fix something. <laughs> It, they can't be proactive and say, hey, you know what? We should probably just wait till tomorrow and play this game. No, they have to play that game, get yelled at, and then say, oh, by the way. Uh, okay. We yeah, maybe be. we shouldn't have done maybe that. Let's not changed. do that next so time. So instead, uh, instead of one shining moment, the new NCAA song is going to be Life's a Dance, Learn As You Go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> mm. Oh, man. So well, At least they're learning, I guess. Maybe. I, this was not supposed to be a women's college world series segment, but it turned into one and I'm not mad about it. No. Uh, we do have a great show for you lined up. we got the rundown coming up here in just a few minutes. We'll talk a little bit about some softball, but high school softball in the next segment as the Tennessee softball coaches association, uh, handed out some awards and all-star game times and whatnot. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Also, uh, we are going to talk a little post 19 as, uh, Scott Beasley joins us in the first hour on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Chip Walters will come on in the uh, first segment of the 10 o'clock hour to talk about something. <laughs> we may just have him talk about whatever whatever we want to talk about. What house is he, he showing? You know, yeah. Who knows? Uh, obviously, we're going to talk about the Braves because 
they took two out of three from the Dodgers. And there was some something big that happened over the weekend. I'm not real sure. There, the, some, something in pro foot. Jesus. Something about a trade of some kind or something. <laughs> some, some, something pro football related locally. Yeah. I'm, I'm, hmm. If we don't fall it'll, off, fall out of the studio here, <laughs> it'll it'll come to us between now and then. Yeah, there. Yeah, something or another. I'm not sure. NFL, whatever. Uh, not a big deal, probably. But uh, whatever. <laughs> anyway, no. Seriously, big show. Stick around. This is going to be a good one. Um, we got a good one for you. So, okay. So funny story. Uh, I said that. Charlie, I was burping Charlie, and she she let out a really big one. And I said, oh, man, that was a good one. That was like Steve Harvey on Family Feud. <laughs> we got a good one for That you. was a good one for me today. Huh? There you go. Uh, but, yeah, so let's give you today's rundown. This is The Rundown. The Monday Rundown is brought to you by our friends at Zion Christian Academy. 931-388-5731 or zioneagles.org. That's 931-388-5731 or zioneagles.org. Schedule your tour of their campus today. In Saturday baseball action, as mentioned earlier, the Atlanta Braves defeated the L.A. Dodgers 6-4 at Truist Field, Truist Park, whatever it is. Um, the Milwaukee Brewers with a 7-5 win over the Arizona Diamondbacks. On Sunday, the Braves... Four Dodgers, two Brewers, two Diamondbacks, nothing. In NBA playoff action on Saturday, it was the Nets one fifteen, Bucks one hundred seven. On Sunday, the Hawks edged the Seventy Sixers one twenty eight, one twenty four after holding a very substantial lead in the third quarter. Uh, and the Clippers took down the Mavericks one twenty six to one eleven. In Stanley Cup playoff action on Saturday, it was the Lightning six. The Hurricanes 4 and the Islanders defeated the Bruins 4-1. On Sunday, the Montreal Canadiens defeated Winnipeg 5-1 and it was Vegas 5, Colorado 1. In Women's College World Series action on Saturday, Oklahoma eliminated Georgia 8-0 and Florida State took care of Arizona 4-3. Oklahoma and UCLA met in an elimination game and the Sooners were 10-3 winners over the number 2 seeded Lady Bruins. Florida State then advanced by eliminating Oklahoma State 4-2. On Sunday, Oklahoma defeated James Madison 6-3 and Florida State down Alabama 2-0. Each of those two games will take game twos will take place today. In College World Series lead-up action at the Knoxville Regional, it was Duke 14, Wright State 6. In the Nashville Regional, it was Indiana State. Nine Presbyterian two. Both those games were on Saturday. On Sunday, Liberty defeated Duke fifteen four, and then Tennessee defeated Liberty three one to grab a spot in the Super Regionals. In Nashville on Sunday, Georgia Tech defeated Indiana State nine nothing. On Monday, <laughs> Vanderbilt defeated Georgia Tech fourteen eleven and eleven innings to claim a spot in the Super Regionals. Today's schedule. Baseball action. The Royals and Angels will first pitch at 8.38 on ESPN+. Plus. I wonder if that's the area code there. <laughs> and at 9 o'clock tonight, Central, on ESPN, you can see local legend Ryan Weathers as he takes on the Chicago Cubs with his San Diego Padres 
at home at Petco Park. I think this is his second straight start against the Cubs, actually. I think he got one last week as well. Um, In the NBA playoffs tonight, it'll be Milwaukee at Brooklyn beginning at 630 on TNT, followed by Denver at Phoenix at 9 o'clock on TNT. In the Stanley Cup playoffs... It's the Islanders at Boston beginning at 5.30 on NBCSN and Winnipeg at Montreal at 7 o'clock on the NHL Network. Women's College World Series today on ESPN. Oklahoma James Madison at 3, followed by Alabama Florida State at 6 p.m. In College World Series action, I don't have times for this, uh, but these are all the SEC schools who are remaining and have an opportunity to make it to the Super Regional. Campbell... Uh, is at Mississippi State. Ole Miss is hosting Southern Miss. Arkansas and Nebraska at Arkansas. And then LSU takes on uh, 14th seeded Oregon after forcing game two yesterday. So should be a good one. And that is your Monday rundown by Zion Christian Academy. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about that Tennessee Softball Coaches Association. Uh, they're all st- Star, all state, miss softball, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. All of that <laughs> when we come back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. We'll be right back in the Lee Company studio. Stick around. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Sports and beyond. It's on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. You can see us now on Facebook. <laughs> we are live in the Lee Company studio here at the Front Porch Sports Studio, right here in Columbia. It's a it's an overcast day, but it's not so bad out there. As uh, we'll show you the the front porch cam, it's it's not so bad. It's I don't. Is it supposed to rain today? It's supposed to rain all week. Oh, that's yeah, good. It's supposed. To, I think the last time I checked, it's supposed to rain just about the time we get off the air. Oh, good. So that's what I love to hear. 
Yeah. Not really at yeah. all. But well, just a little popcorn storm. It won't last long. But wow, it really is supposed to rain all Uh-oh. week. Yeah. Jeez, that is. What you thought I was lying? <laughs> I didn't realize you meant till literally next Monday. <laughs> <laughs> all week. God, that's no good. That's hey, that's no good at all. Yeah, our, our nine forty guest is a little discouraged. I, I bet. I yeah. bet. But perhaps. Uh, and we'll see. We'll see. Um, we were just talking off air about uh, creating a Southern Middle Tennessee All Star team that uh, that played against each other, and if we could just you know name one team Summertown and one team Columbia Academy and just happen to have <laughs> yeah, them just, play, just, just because meet up somewhere would have been nice to have seen that game this year, but is what it is. Yeah, um, I feel a little deprived. I do too. I mean, I mean, considering the last time those two programs met, it was for a state championship, right? And they both won state championships this since, year. Since then, it's like, come on, now we yeah, need to know. Yeah, yeah. The 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 debate will rage on forever. I tell you what, let but isn't that the fun of it? The I, debate. I, I think the <laughs> next best thing would be me, you, Greg Burleson. Seth Anderson, lunch. Let's let's make this happen. Let's let's get this let's get this done. You don't have to wear uniforms. You can just wear t shirts. It's not it's it's a pickup game in the same right, right. It's not real. <laughs> don't worry about all those people in the bleachers. Nobody's gonna know. How will they know? Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh man. So I Several of those kids have been named to this Tennessee Softball Coaches Association All-Star teams. And, and to, I'm just going to be honest with you. I didn't even know there was a Tennessee Softball Coaches Association, so there's that. That's why I'm here. <laughs> when Scott Frank sent me the information, I said, heck, if I knew. He said well, his daughter made the All-State team a couple of years ago or whatever, but I had no idea. Yeah, um, so – the Tennessee Softball Coaches Association has named Claire Woods and Haley Jones to its Middle Tennessee All-Star team that will take part in the June 17th All-Star game, which is really a triple header. You've got teams from East Tennessee, Middle Tennessee, and West Tennessee, and they'll just play a round robin over at Riverdale starting at 10 o'clock. Um, Claire, both Claire and Haley were named – to the TSCA Middle Tennessee All-State team. And Claire has been named Middle Tennessee Class A Miss Softball. Um, There are Miss Softballs in East, Middle, and West Tennessee for Class A, Class AA, Class AAA, and... In the case of Eastern, uh, Western Middle Tennessee, a Division Two Miss Softball has been named as well. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just telling you what they did. We report, you decide. I, I there don't, are what's that? That's three, seven. That's eleven Miss Softballs. That's fine. My problem is your middle Miss Softball is Aubrey Barnhart from Good Pasture, who. Had a good season. Alabama signee Aubrey Barnhart is what? That's great. That's great. She got rocked. 
I saw her make four errors. That's all I'm going to say. And her team probably shouldn't have made it out of the regional. I mean, you know. Two inches, two inches shorter. And Zion Christian's probably playing in the regional tournament instead, or in the the, the super regional or sub whatever, whatever that next called. round is. Yeah, I mean, Columbia Academies, Molly Hardy and Avery Slaughter each were named All State. I think a case could be made for either of them of for Division Two Middle Tennessee Miss Softball. Again, now I mean we're a little biased. But again, if we're talking, I, I head, saw them head to head. Exactly, That's I the saw thing. them head to head. I don't remember exactly what Barnhart's offensive stats were in that Columbia Academy game, but and I, I feel bad saying this about a kid, but I wasn't impressed. And I mean, now. I know how it is when you've got a kid that's going to one of the top programs in the country to play softball. And I know that these are supposed to be over. These are big picture awards. I get that. But if I watch a game and I have to ask, which one's the Alabama signee? There's a problem. In the Columbia Academy game, she was 0 for 3 okay. with a strikeout. Okay. I'm just, I'm just saying yep. <laughs> that when she played the best competition she played throughout the year, they lost one, darn near lost, lost to Zion Christian, mm-hmm. and then lost the next one. And she they were was virtually non-existent. Exactly. So, I, 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 anyway, I'm just She saying. hurt her team. Like I said, she had four errors in that, C, in that CA game. All throwing. I don't know if she was hurt. Couldn't tell you. But. Anyway. Anyway. As you were saying. As I was saying, <laughs> Malia Hardy and Avery Slaughter, both named All-State, along with Woods and Jones and, um, Three from the Class AA state championship forest team, um, Jenna Blanton, Ashley Milligan, and um, Laura Mueller. Blanton and Milligan will both be on the all-star team along with Jones and um, Woods. And a couple from Coffee County, Kerry Munn and Justice Turner. So uh the all-star game again is set for june 17th over at riverdale that's a week from thursday uh starts with east and middle playing each other at 10 there will be a home run derby at 12 noon Ooh. at 12 30 um east and west will play the all-state selections and the miss softball honorees will be announced or presented, I guess, since we're announcing them at two thirty, <laughs> and then at three o'clock, the middle and west stars will play. After that game is over, the Tennessee roster for a Tennessee Kentucky All Star game set for June thirtieth in Bowling Green will be announced. So that'll be fun. It will be fun. Um, this game has 
been held previously out at Columbia State, and it was a lot more convenient. But we're going to try to get over here for this event a week from Thursday, and we will um, firm up plans for you and let you know what's going on with us as far as that goes. But again, Claire Woods is your Middle Tennessee Class A Miss Softball as anointed by the Tennessee Softball Coaches Association. Um, Woods is signed with MTSU. She went 21-1 and this year with 16 shutouts, 197 strikeouts, and 126 innings with an ERA of 0.67. And no slouch at the plate either, hitting 410 with seven home runs, 32 RBIs. Um, Jones signed with North Alabama. And I love the way the, the fan base – I don't even know if they know her first name. They just call her Jones. Let's go Jones. Hey, <laughs> I think it's funny. She's probably the only one that you can refer to by their last name. Otherwise, everybody else over there. Would... <laughs> there is that. Um, hit 402 with 12 home runs, 39 RBIs out of the leadoff spot. Kind of doing her Ronald Acuna Jr. thing there. That's pretty solid. Instant offense. Yeah. Fun team to watch. Um, looking forward to seeing those two at the All-Star Game on June 17th over at Riverdale. And for the full list of award winners, both the Miss, Base, uh, Miss Softballs and the All-States and the All-Star rosters, you can visit the website at sm-tnsports.com. That's exactly where you should go. <laughs> I'm interested about this this Tennessee Kentucky game. That'll mm-hmm. be fun. Getting every you know taking a team from the best the of the best state. Yep. That's. I'll tell you, I've seen some really good travel ball teams and whatnots, but when you take high school all star teams, it it can get even better because just like we talked about Odyssey Alexander, you know. Never played travel ball. And if if you watched her at the state tournament, she was, I guess what they said on, on ESPN was that her team really had no business being in the games that they were in. But she was the one who kept them in it, much like a certain player in this area. And, you know, I, I tell you, to, to think that a college softball player in particular – did not play travel softball and is playing on that stage, it's virtually unheard of. And well, one, because high school softball is played in the spring when college coaches can't watch you. I would dare say high school softball was taking place before college softball. I'm 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 not a fan of fall college uh fall high school softball. I'm just not. But I mean I see the argument. I see the discussion. I'm not a fan. I guess I'm just a traditionalist. Uh, well, that just depends on where your tradition lies because well, there are a lot of states who do play I know. softball. I, George, like Georgia, Georgia does. Georgia <laughs> plays fall softball. And, <laughs> and it's odd to me. But I I guess I grew up in the paradigm where the high school – season was the most important season and in softball that it's is most sef- most yeah. definitely not the case and so to me the idea of kids coming out of summer ball 
into high school ball just it just doesn't really compute with me I, I you would here's my okay here's a question for you you gonna move fall baseball you gonna move baseball to the fall no uh, don't they don't don't college baseball teams play in the same season I think the difference is that that high school ball is still regarded as the highest level. But mm, I don't know that that's that, accurate. That's, that's but, changed. But, yeah. I mean, college baseball coaches are coaching when high school baseball season is going on. I mean, why don't we have that conversation if that's the concern? Because I don't think it has adversely affected baseball nearly as much as it has adversely affected softball. Well, you've also got the idea, though, in, in the fall, you're going to have athletes – you share athletes in a lot of places. A lot of schools share their athletes, and they're not going to play two baseball and football at the same time. And, this, and softball doesn't and, have and, that problem. Yeah, right. softball doesn't have that problem. You also this. I give you, know, you Haley Jones, who plays volleyball and softball. Hmm. But that's not the. I'm not going to say norm. I, I, That's not gonna, I, I just, I, there's a I lot of, there's a lot of two sport athletes. That I just don't know up, why it's okay up. to discuss moving softball to the fall because college softball oh. coaches can't see kids play, but it's not okay to discuss moving high school baseball to the fall for the same reason. Well, well my, my answer is the answer I'm going to give you is that I don't think that baseball has been as adversely affected as softball players have. That's just, that's me. I, I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not. Well, I don't know. And I hate to bring this, you know, the ugly elephant in the room and stuff like that. But it's you're also talking about guys versus girls, and you know, and, and it you know, is an ugly elephant. On, honestly, you know, I I, I kind of fall with you as far as don't change the seasons. Baseball is a spring sport. It always has been spring and summer. I grew up. The high school team was the most important team. We actually played summer ball to get ready for high school, and it's now that paradigm is shifting. Yeah. And, and and so, uh, but uh, but unfortunately, and, and some of the stuff I've watched and heard over this last week and last weekend, just even in the college ranks, you know the the the, the differences between the way they treat the men and the women in the tournament, in the respective tournaments, the the facilities, the uh, the scheduling, even. <laughs> uh, now, granted, softball doesn't have the you know, the, the softball pitchers can pitch over and over and over and over and over again. Right. And so they can compress and it over. a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but still, you know, when I heard, you know, I heard the report that, you know, in Oklahoma city, the, the Mecca of softball, the ladies were having to load their bus, take their, and, and in their uniforms and go back to the hotels to shower because they didn't have facilities in the, At stadium. the stadium. I mean, that's, that's, Especially now, when you be, are to, sent, when to, you are the place to go to play the national championship. That I'm sorry, and I grew up in Oklahoma. I, I'm, a, I'm a big Oklahoma. That stinks. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> just wrong. You now, now to be fair, I don't know what the protocol is for baseball teams. Oh, they've got uh, all kinds of facilities. Is that, Omaha? I don't know. I, they were I, talking about massage situations, uh, days, you know, extra days off. And their, their their locker facilities were were as nice as any college or even maybe even pro setup. Hmm. See, I, I just don't know. Yeah. Anyway, we need to take a break because we've got summer ball 
<laughs> summer baseball to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Scott Beasley is going to join us uh, here in just a minute. So let's take a quick break. When we come back, it's Scott Beasley talking post-19 on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stick around. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Here's Mo and Chris. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. I'm Chris Yao, joined by my friend Mo Patton, all the way across the six foot table. Thank God for the six foot table. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> A lot of stuff on this six foot table, though. Yeah, there's there's a lot of things between us. It's okay. Yeah, it's all right. Um, got got some really exciting uh, stuff to talk about in this next segment because post nineteen baseball is getting geared up and ready to go, weather uh, permitting. Weather permitting. <laughs> and joining us on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline is Columbia post nineteen. Seniors, right? Seniors. Seniors. Um, I guess coach. Coach. Mm-hmm. Is Scott Beasley, and we are excited to have him on the show. Scott, welcome in. Hey, thanks for having me. Scott, um, been a while since you've been on the base, on the baseball field in a competitive situation, and now it's looking like it may be a little bit longer. You guys were scheduled – to open your season tomorrow night with a doubleheader against Huntsville Post 237 on Dave Hall Field on the campus of Columbia State. Um, and the forecast not looking very promising. It does not look very, uh, does not look very good, especially with all the rain we got yesterday. Um, we'll probably try and make a call sometime this afternoon tonight on it um, since they got to travel in. Uh, like you said, not looking good. Um, but good thing about baseball, there's always a game the next day or two. There you go. And, you know, I, I would guess it's a little disappointing, again, from the standpoint that the post-19 seniors did not get a chance to play last year because of the pandemic situation. So you guys have been off the field since the um, region tournament from the um, the 2019 season. Yeah, it's definitely uh, been a long road once once kind of the National Legion kind of shut things down for the pandemic. Obviously, a lot of things kind of shut things down as well. Um, so we kind of made the decision early on to, to shut our season down as well since most of the teams we played against, you know, weren't, weren't going to play. There wasn't going to be a region and World Series type thing. So um, 
been two years almost in the making now. And, and like you said, might, might end up having to wait a few more days. Um, short of tomorrow's game, you guys are set to play in a tournament this weekend up at, um, up in Murray, Kentucky, um, scheduled to play Friday night, Saturday and, and Sunday. Um, the prospect of going into that and that being the first time you've seen some of these guys in a competitive situation, I'm sure isn't the best situation for a coach. No, no, it's not. But, you know, most of these kids were, were some of the best, if not the best players on their high school team. So there's always an adjustment period anyways. Um, you know, the main thing is just going to be getting out on the field, kind of seeing what the guys can do, challenging them a little bit. Um, you know, most of these guys are either in college or about to go to college to play ball. Um, so they're going to be faced with adversity anyways. So it's, it's not a bad thing for them, you know, to kind of learn on the fly. Um, obviously on the coaching side, it's going to be a lot of the, a lot of the same, just, you know, figuring out rotations and, and playing time and, and guys positions. But, you know, we look forward to it. I know the guys are, are probably getting ready to play again after having a few weeks off from their high school season. Speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Columbia Post-19 Seniors Coach Scott Beasley, um, getting ready to get cranked up this week, either either at Columbia State tomorrow night or in Kentucky over the weekend. And Scott, Hopefully at least by the weekend. Yeah. Looking over your roster, and we talked a little yesterday. Um, this, this, all, this ought to be illegal. All new all new senior roster from the last time this team was together. A um, couple of guys that, like you said, are coming off of collegiate seasons in Brett Bell from Spring Hill, who played down at Jackson State, and a new addition, Ben Farrell, who's from New York State, played junior college ball up there this past year. But, you know, guys like that, with the experience that they bring, do they just kind of become – leaders for you or is that kind of what you look for look to them for for leadership as much as anything else in a situation particularly with a, an all-new crew like this yeah i think you know traditionally that's usually how it works now like you said none of these guys have played you know usually in a season we got you know five six seven guys that played a year or two with us already that you know you kind of expect to be the natural leaders um uh, and that's part of just going to be, you know, seeing when, when guys get out on the field, who's, who's going to step up and be that, those leaders on the team. Um, you know, obviously their experience in college probably, you know, puts them in that role. But, you know, it wouldn't shock me if, if some other guys, you know, stepped up to be kind of the leaders of the team too. So um, it's always good having that, that college experience. And same thing with a couple of our assistant coaches, Colton Teal and Will McCall. It, it's Good to have them on the staff that's, you know, currently living the college um, baseball experience to be able to, like, you know, kind of foster most of these players that are about to step on campus, you know, come August, September, to kind of get an idea of what to expect. Certainly some interesting names on this roster, particularly um, Class A Mr. Baseball, Graham Burleson, who has signed with Columbia State, um, one of – one of three guys from Summertown, along with um, Drake Blackwood and Gavin Burleson. Um, Max Ballard, who has signed with Freed Hardeman. 
um, out of Columbia Academy is on the roster. Um, Caden Shika, and I, I feel pretty proud of myself for being able to pronounce that name. <laughs> so um, I like to show that off whenever I can. And, uh, you know, a handful of Spring Hill guys, and, and you know what you're going to get when you get guys out of that program in particular. This pitching staff is going to be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think pitching is going to be um, the strength of our team. Um, that's that's definitely, the you know, the hope. Um, obviously, several of these guys showed it during their high school seasons um, that had really good seasons, and we expect, you know, that to kind of continue being the case. Um, a couple of the guys will be, you know, a little bit cautious with early. I think, you know, Mr. Baseball Grant Burleson threw a lot of innings. Um, so we'll probably take it easy, you know, on him, um, since at the end of the day, you know, we, we want to be at our best come end of July and early August when you get to the state tournament, hopefully the regional tournament. Um, so that's, once again, that's going to only create the first few weeks of, of uncertainty when you're getting out on the field for the first time. But, but I agree with y'all. I think pitching is definitely kind of where we're set up to be best at. You know, Scott, when we talked yesterday, you said that um, one of the intriguing factors as you look at this roster is the number of two-way players that you have. You, you've you typically had a lot of pitching-only type guys, and that's not really the case with this particular team. It's going to kind of, you know, force you to be more, I guess – I'm not sure what the word flexible, I guess, with yeah, yeah. with getting guys playing time and and working your pitchers in and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like you said, you know, traditionally we've been um, five, six, seven PO type guys, and then you're ten, eleven position players, and it's it's pretty easy to make the lineup every day and and get guys work. But you know, this year, you know, the two Burlesons are two way guys, Hargrove, um, Whitwell. You got, you know, six or seven guys that are very capable of doing both, um, which is pretty rare for us. Um, in the past, there's only been certain guys like Jake Usher that they could, you know, do both and kind of excel at both. But we really think we got at least four or five guys this summer that, that can do both and do both well. Okay. We're going to have an article up later on today on the website at SM-10 Sports dot com that will give you more information on some of the guys that make up this team but you know is there anybody and i know that some of these guys the first time you see them competitively will be when you're coaching them is there anybody in particular that you are intrigued by uh, i mean obviously you always you're intrigued just to see how all of them compete once you start facing tougher pitching and and everything but obviously a guy like ben farrell that um, kind of moved in here that, you know, that's an intriguing one. Um, Bryson Hammonds, who's Marshall County's quarterback catches on the baseball team, but he also for us will probably pitch a little bit more than he did in high school, just because we have multiple catchers, um, kind of get him out from behind the plate, you know, intrigued to see somebody like him as well. Um, but I mean, once again, there's several of them that, that you just want to see them play and see how they react to situations. 
It's going to be a lot of fun to watch this team throughout the summer. It's nice that you guys are getting to play, period. I'm I'm excited anyway. Um, so on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, Scott Beasley. Scott, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We really appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for having us on, and, and thanks for all y'all do for, for local sports in the area. No doubt. We appreciate it. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got – chip walters on the other side so stick around got a lot coming up in the second hour again braves chip walters titans 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 there's a there's a there's something going on there okay Uh, cool perhaps we'll talk about it i don't know (laughs) (laughs) if we get to it plenty to talk about in the next hour so stick around on southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid tennessee barn and joint we'll be right back in the lee company studio 